Good morning, world. Welcome to another episode of Zen Dependently Minded. If you are a new or returning listener, I hope you enjoy this episode. If you're interested in more combat sports, news, analysis, predictions, and discussions like this, and that you've heard on past independently minded episodes, stay tuned because it's only going to get bigger and better from here. So on today's episode, I have a, a couple topics I wanted to cover. Um, uh, I was a little disappointed in the fight card last night, um, not because there was a lack of good fights, um, but just kind of the outcome and just the reaction from the fans. Um, I've been thinking about this a lot, and I'm just really disappointed in the UFC's fan base. Um, we need better fans. We we really do. Um, whenever a fighter, I've noticed whenever a fighter is knocking people out, submitting people, dominating people, if they're winning, they're fans um, that back them. They have a big fan base. Um, there's no exception to that. Uh, people who win are popular. They're more people. They're more popular than people who lose. Um, and I've just noticed a big generation, or the generation that I've grown up with, uh, for fighters in the UFC specifically. Um, a lot of them are starting to get old, uh, and they're slowing down. And they're there's that being said, they're all stupendous athletes. They're all fantastic, fantastic athletes. They're all in great shape. Um, but we're seeing these guys slow down. We're seeing these guys take, uh, basically they're meeting the threshold for damage that their body can take. Um, it's not just MMA, but obviously this is an MMA podcast. So I'm going to talk about it here. Uh, it's a combat sports podcast. I mean, I, I talk more than talk about more than just MMA, but athletes period their, their body takes a toll. Father time is undefeated. He has beat every single athlete, man or woman. Uh, in every sport ever, um, no athlete can stay at a and perform at a high high level forever. Um, Father Time will always beat them and leave them there. Um, and I'm talking about this because lately, uh, it's not a new thing with the UFC, but some of the some of the most loved fighters of this generation, um, you know as in like the past 15, maybe even 20 years, they're starting to get old. And we saw two big beloved fighters um, last night get just completely dismantled. Um, And we saw another popular fighter, former welterweight champion, actually two of them, but uh, Tyron Woodley, his, his last two fights, he's, he's just looked like a deer in headlights. Um, He looks like you, if you were to throw a 12-year-old kid into an octagon, uh, and they have never gotten into a fight before. They never hit pads. They never hit a bag. They've never worked on footwork, angles, combos. Um, That's what Tyron Woodley's looked like his past two fights. Um, And I don't know what's going on in his head. I could be completely wrong. Um, But I do think he's he's gone through a lot of wars, a lot of battles. Um, He's taken a lot of blows to the head. And I just think he's starting to show his body is breaking down, uh, especially the brain. Everybody knows about CTE now. Um, it it was it was a big, uh, really big talk, and it was talked about a lot um, after the movie Concussion came out uh, with the NFL. Uh, CTE is chronic traumatic encephalopathy, and I think Tyron Woodley is showing early signs of that. Um, 
we see we see guys not just in not just in fighting but uh, like in football football specifically uh, we see guys start to break down and just kind of you can tell they're not all there they're they're slow when they talk they stutter when they talk Tyron Willie hasn't done that but when he gets in the when he gets in the octagon he just he looks like his body wants his mind wants to do something but his body doesn't or it can't and it hurts to see uh what hurts the most though is that when a fighter like Tyron Woodley looks for kind of outside outlets and ways to provide for him and his family, he gets made fun of. Um, his singing is horrible to me. His acting's horrible. The movies he's been in are bad. But more power to him. More power to him for finding a way to provide for himself and his family outside of fighting. Uh, a lot of people make fun of it and not realize that there's a guy's health and well-being at stake, and he needs to provide for his family. So we see a lot of fighters that continue to fight, most likely because they need money, and there's just no other way for them. They've been fighting their whole lives. Um, they just they don't have another way to provide, and they just keep fighting, even though they they probably are aware, and their team is aware, their families are aware, friends are aware, and they probably have talked to them many times before. Uh, they're just they're not at all anymore and they're taking more and more damage uh they're taking years more years off their life and it's just sad to see fans um in one of the best sports in the world in my opinion um it's just sad to see those fans bash these these guys uh a year ago they could be completely loving this guy the second he takes a loss the second he starts getting dominated looks like a deer in headlights um People, most people will just give, they'll speak negatively on them. They'll, they'll speak negatively on their name and it hurts. It hurts as a, as a diehard, um, hardcore MMA fan. It, it, it's sad to see this. Um, and I feel for these guys. I've, I've mentioned in the past, I'm not the biggest Tyron Woodley fan, um, but I respect all athletes on any level. Um, the dedication, the amount of hard work and patience and, uh, building up of character, building up of confidence, um, it's it it requires it requires a, a different breed of human. Not everybody is an athlete, and I respect all athletes uh, on all walks of earth of any sport, even the sports I don't like. Um, and it just sucks to see Tyron Woodley have to go through that. Uh, he is going to fight Colby Covington soon. And it's just going to contribute. I think we're going to see more of the same. Um, I, and like I said earlier on in this episode, I could be completely wrong. But I just, I really think I'm correct here. I think Tyron Woodley has gone through too many battles. He hasn't been the same for a long time. And he just kind of seems like he's waiting for something. Uh, or it's not all connected right. So hopefully he continues with these outlets, these other ways of making money so he can officially retire. And if if he is able and willing and he... He wants to be a commentator, an analyst. I could totally see him doing that. Um, he was a great fighter in his prime. Um, and we'll just hope to see... I just hope to see that from Tyron Woodley. Um, and then the other two fighters uh, from last night's fight card that looked to be in the same state was Robbie Lawler and Anthony Smith. Uh, Robbie Lawler, for his past few fights, he's he's kind of... He's lost a lot of fights recently. Um and he really did look like a deer in headlights in his last fight. Um, not as bad as last night, 
Um, but like Tyron, uh, I mean, Tyron Woodley knocked out Robbie Lawler and he was never really the same after that. And nobody had done that to Robbie Lawler. Uh, Nick Diaz did it, but I mean, the way that he did it, he just completely destroyed him and it was crazy, um, when it happened and it still is to me in my opinion, but Robbie Lawler used to have really good takedown defense. Um, and now he's getting taken down at will and he's not throwing many strikes, uh, He's not landing many strikes. I think he threw a total of 17 strikes um, in a 15-minute contest with ruthless Robbie Lawler. Anybody who knows that guy, 17 strikes, are you kidding me? Um, against a guy, Neil Magny is no pushover, but he's he's also not Kamara Usman. He's not the cream of the crop. He's not Colby Covington. Um, he's not Jorge Masvidal, Gilbert Burns. He's not the cream of the crop for the welterweight division by any means. Um, maybe we'll see him improve, but he's been a little inconsistent. Uh, that's a topic for another discussion, but Robbie Lawler, um, he looked like a deer in headlights. He looked like he didn't know what he was doing. He, he, what really stuck out to me the most and was painful for me to watch and difficult for me to kind of process was going into the third round. He, he mentioned something or he just like really seemed like he was doubting whether or not he wanted to even go through the final round for this fight and that's just something that I am hoping he can come come to understand and realize that it's it's coming towards the end for him um he's gone through some crazy wars the greatest war in MMA history uh when he fought Rory McDonald second time um everyone knows that infamous picture everyone knows that infamous fight um that's a fight that I would recommend to anybody who's trying to get into MMA. It's probably definitely, definitely 100% top five um, when introducing someone to a sport. But Robbie Lawler is beloved. Um, he's a loved fighter by the fans, um, by other fighters. Tyron Woodley, not the most popular guy with the fans, but when he was on top, he sure was. People called him the GOAT. Um, Kamaru Usman called him the GOAT. Um, I don't know how Kamar Usman feels about it now, but he called Tyron Woodley the GOAT even after he completely dominated him for, he 50-44'd that guy. And then Gilbert Burns did the same thing. And just seeing the same thing happen to Robbie Lawler and then also Anthony Smith. Anthony Smith has looked like a deer in headlights for his past three fights. Uh, the fight last night, the one against Glover, and the one against John Jones. He just... Uh, it could be inconsistency, like I said. I could be wrong. I could be a complete idiot. I'm not a doctor. I'm just, I'm just a young guy who loves MMA, um, and I got a mic and a laptop. But just from my experience with the sport, just knowing history, um, just knowing the way that the body works uh, and the mind, and like I said, Father Time, undefeated. I just, it's sad for me to see fighters go through this, and I, and I hope. I'm glad Tyron Woodley's doing it. I don't know about Robbie Lawler's personal life. He doesn't really open up about it too much. But I hope him and um, Anthony Smith are able to find some outlets. Uh, maybe the UFC can give them a, some kind of job. I know the UFC can't do that for everybody. Um, it's a business. But I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people feel the same way as me. Um, I just I hope these guys find other ways to provide for their families. Um and we as fans need to be more supportive. I know it's entertainment at the end of the day. The fighters chose to do this. Um, 
but that doesn't make it that doesn't make it okay for a guy to go through this punishment and for people to rag on him when they're losing and insult them, insult their family, you know. The internet is crazy. Uh there are crazy people on the internet. And I just th- I just believe as a whole fan base, we need to be better fans. We need to be more supportive. You don't have to love everybody. You you're allowed to have fighters that you love, fighters that you hate, fighters that you feel indifferent about. Um, I'm indifferent about Anthony Smith, but I don't like to see him go through stuff like this. Uh, especially the last fight, he was getting his teeth knocked out. Um, you know, we all know the story. It was talked about for a long time. A lot of people were upset. Shale Sonnen was disgusted, as he said on his podcast. Um, but we just got to be better fans. We got to be a little classier. Appreciate these guys while they're here. And yeah, that's it. We just got to be better fans. Um, on a on a more positive note, we have, uh, I believe, uh, so many. I want to say like six or seven straight weeks, probably more than that, of um, fights. We got fight cards, pay per views. Um, I think this upcoming weekend, this next event we're having, Alistair Overeem is fighting. Um, everybody loves to see that guy fight. Um, the weekend after that, we're seeing Colby Covington make his return since his knockout loss in that epic super awesome battle with Kamaru Usman uh for the championship um he's gonna fight Tyron Woodley uh it's a little bittersweet because I'm a big Colby Covington fan I'm glad to see him back but on the other hand you know listen to the last 13 and a half minutes what I just spoke on um and then I believe after that the next weekend is Israel Adesanya and Paulo Costa and that's gonna be another huge fight Super intrigued by it. Uh, I'm going to talk more about it as it gets closer. Um, we um, And then next month, uh, well, I guess technically, yeah, I mean, it's it's August August 31st, uh, 2 in the morning here in Europe, um, the time I'm recording this. But October, we're going to get Gaethje and Khabib and possibly Tony Ferguson and Dustin Poirier. So there's some amazing fights. Uh, the UFC never fails to impress Never fails to step up to the plate, um, and we're at a great time right now. Uh, I've, I've actually said it for the past couple of years. It is a great time to be a combat sports fan. Um, maybe boxing will figure this stuff out soon, but uh, we got the UFC right now, so I think we're good. Um, but I'm really excited to see Colby Covington come back. Um, uh, I'll, I'll talk more about that probably in next week's podcast kind of break it down and break down that card. Um, yeah, I just I just kind of, I felt like I had an obligation. I'm not trying to virtue signal, but I just need to be a little more supportive, a little more empathetic, and just kind of understand where these fighters are coming from. And uh, just be decent humans, that's all. That's going to wrap it up for this episode of Zendependently Minded. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode, and thank you for listening.